Thanks so much for joining us and for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. Our hope as you listen in is that you might encounter Jesus, hear and receive his love, and be encouraged and empowered by his spirit to be and bring life and love to one another and to the other in your world. If you would like to get in touch with us or keep up to date with what's happening in and through the life of Steeple Church, please jump onto our website at steeplechurch.com.au or follow us on the socials via Facebook or Instagram at steeple.church. We're looking forward to meeting you one day soon, but in the meantime, enjoy the message. Bless your fam. Hey guys, how you on? My name is Ben Kuma. I'm a young adult pastor at Discovery Church here in Mount Evelyn. I'm also a leadership consultant at CCVT. Corey's asked me to preach for you guys this morning. It's an absolute pleasure and honour to be able to do that, especially after a topic or a person, if you can say topic, a person that I'm so passionate about, which is the Holy Spirit in your Hustle and Flow series. Uh, I want to be able to speak to you guys, obviously, about the Holy Spirit from the scriptures that we find in Galatians, out of the book of Galatians. And, you know, it's such a wonderful book. It's one of my favourite books. And Paul talks to the Galatian church around believing the gospel and the power of the Holy Spirit within this new covenant that we have. So if you've got your Bibles with you, I want to read out a passage, just maybe explore it a little bit with you and allow you to join me in this, in this uh, journey as well that we're going to take this morning. So the passage that I want to read out is Galatians 3, uh, 8, and it says, And the scriptures foreseen that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you the nations shall be blessed. In Genesis 12, 3, God talks to Abraham and actually makes a promise to him. And it says, through you, Abraham, and at this point, Abraham was barren. He couldn't have a kid. It says, to you, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. And, you know, for someone who uh, reads this scripture, it, it concerns me. There's two points that sort of concern me, I guess, or interest me, rather. One is that I want to be a blessed person. I always want to be blessed. And if you want to talk to any of my friends, I just, I just always say, I want, to, I want to be a blessed person. The second thing is, is this scripture says, all nations which intrigues me because what this scripture is saying is because I'm part of the all nations, it says that I've already been being blessed. And since I want to be a person who's always blessed, I want to ask myself the question, how have I been blessed? God spoke to this promise to Abraham 3,900 years ago. And he said to him 3,900 years later, oh, about, sorry, about 1,900 years later, that in you all the nations of this earth are going to be blessed. And he preached the gospel to Abraham. So I want to ask the question, how? How are all the nations going to be blessed? Because it concerns you as well. This scripture here says that you've been blessed. And if you come with me to Galatians, a few verses down to verse 16, it says, Now the promises, the promise that God made to Abraham in Genesis 12, 3, it says the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one. God was speaking the gospel to Abraham and saying, in you all the nations are going to be blessed. And this is what we call the Abrahamic blessing, the blessing of Abraham. And he made a promise that someone's going to come from your line. It's not going to be offsprings, which means a nation of people, but someone's going to come from your line. And from this person, he's going to do a work. He's going to establish something. He's going to establish a covenant whereby all the nations of this world are going to be blessed. And it's going to come from your family, Abraham. And we know this person is Jesus Christ. God sent Jesus Christ to the earth and through Jesus Christ, uh, Jesus Christ accomplished everything that God wanted him to accomplish. He completed the law. Every single dot and stroke of the law, he completed it. And then he went to the cross and he offered his life. And through his death, burial and resurrection, he made access 
to everyone in the world the blessing that God promised to Abraham. So what is this blessing? What is this blessing that God made to Abraham and how has it affected me? Well, if you want to jump to John 14, verse 15, we have the clue and the answer here. It says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now, this is Jesus at the end of coming to the end of his ministry and he's about to go. And his disciples are, are concerned of where he's going to go. And he says, you're our helper, Jesus. What are we going to do? And Jesus here says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. You know him for he dwells in you. Uh, dwells with you and will be in you. You know, the prophet Joel prophesied that uh, in uh, Joel 2.28 says, in those days, talking about our days, that the Lord will pour out his spirit on all flesh. And that prophecy is related to the promise that God made to Abraham. And Jesus Christ, when he came to earth through his obedience and his death, burial and resurrection, opened up a way for that promise to become a reality. Now, for those who are gathered here today, you can look around the faces and know that the reason why we're gathered here today is because God fulfilled his promise to Abraham. And the promise of blessing was this, that you will receive the Holy Spirit. So today, I don't know what your background is and how you've grown up with the idea of the Holy Spirit or how it's been taught for you. But some of us get a negative connotation when we hear the Holy Spirit. But really, the scriptures talk about the Holy Spirit being the object of the new covenant that Jesus Christ has established. And, you know, when we're in church, sometimes we kind of get a bit complacent and go, yeah, I understand that, you know, the Holy Spirit is meant to be given to anyone. But if you're a Jewish person looking at the prophecy of Joel, it would be an absolutely mind-blowing thing that the Holy Spirit would be given to everyone. The reason why is because if I'm a Jewish person, all I've ever read was the Holy Spirit came upon leaders on certain times for specific jobs. And not only that, the leaders whom the Holy Spirit descended upon, not in, but on, had to keep themselves pure. And if they sinned, the Holy Spirit would depart. You know, one of the people that knows this the most is King David. And King David in Psalms 51.11 says, create in me a clean heart, Lord God. No more ways. Create in me a clean spirit. And he says to the Lord, do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. King David was in a covenant that we're no longer under. And in that covenant, he had to keep himself pure. And if he didn't keep himself pure, the Holy Spirit would leave him. He knew the blessedness, the blessing of having the Holy Spirit in his spirit and upon him. It made his life supernatural. And he cries out to the Lord and he says, do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. And in Psalms 32, 1 to 2, King David said, how blessed are those whose iniquities are not going to be counted against them. Why does he say that? It's because he's looking forward to a future time. This seed of Abraham, this offspring of Abraham is going to establish a new covenant. And in this covenant, the, the sins that we do are not going to be counted against us. It's going to be counted towards Jesus Christ, which means... That we don't lose the Holy Spirit in this covenant. You know, sometimes we take it for granted, but if you're a Jewish person under the covenant of law, to have the Holy Spirit with you and not leave when you sin is a radical idea. And to know that the Holy Spirit can come upon common man is a blessing that's unfathomable. The blessing of Abraham, the blessing that we had, the greatest blessing that God has given us is the Holy Spirit. And guess what? Because of Jesus Christ through the offspring, we have been blessed. We Gentiles who had no right. To, to the Holy Spirit and to, and to God's uh, economy. We've been given access to the finished work of Jesus Christ. 
And in this covenant, we do not ever have to say, Holy Spirit, don't leave him. Because in this covenant, it says he shall never leave or forsake you. You have been blessed with the blessing of Abraham because the Holy Spirit is the blessing of Abraham. It actually says it in Galatians up here. It says, so, that in Jesus, so this is verse 14. So that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. What do I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying? Well, first of all, I think we just need to recognize the Holy Spirit is a gift for all people. We see in the story of Pentecost, it came down as tongues of fire upon the disciples. And then his spirit, Joel's prophecy was, was fulfilled when the Spirit was poured out into all flesh and all the nations. So when we receive the Holy Spirit, we've got to understand we're receiving God's greatest blessing. See, God wants you to have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's not just for the super spiritual. It's not just for the preachers. It's not just for the missionaries. It's not just for those who are starting churches. It's for absolutely everyone. He wants you to have an intimate relationship with him because sometimes we ask God to bless our marriage, bless our businesses, bless my parenting, bless my relationships. And effectively what we're asking God is, Lord, give me a golden egg. When the Lord says, I've given you the goose that lays the golden egg, which is the Holy Spirit. He's an absolute genius at life. He knows exactly what to do in your marriage. You know, sometimes we ask God, you know, Lord, will you bless my marriage, thinking the Lord's just going to zap our spouse and everything's going to be normal again. That's not how it works, guys. Or sometimes we ask God, Lord, bless my business, thinking that God's just going to pour all this money and everything's going to be okay. Or bless my children. That's not how it works. Because every single time we're asking God, Lord, bless me for this. And, and I fully think it's okay to ask God to bless you for single things. But every single time we're asking God, Lord, bless me with, with these certain things, the Lord's answer to you is turn to the Holy Spirit. He knows what to do. He's that wisdom in Proverbs. He is the light and the start of all of creation. He knows what to do about your marriage. There may be many of you here today who are struggling with their marriage or relationships, boyfriend or girlfriend. He knows what to do. He knows how to direct you. He knows not, he knows not just to how to show you the truth, but how to lead you into the truth. And if he does that, we know through Jesus' sayings that the truth shall set you free as he's leading you into the truth in every single area of your life, life health, finances, marriage, relationships, whatever it might be, it means that he's leading you to greater and greater freedom in those areas. So many times we go to so many uh, conferences or listen to so many sermons, and it's okay to do these things, listen to so many books, but the last thing we do is to turn to the blessing that's been given to us, which is the Holy Spirit. Whatever your problem is, the Holy Spirit has an answer for it. Now, I'm not saying that the Holy Spirit is going to make your life easy. In fact, he might lead you into persecution. What I am saying is this, that when you follow that gift that has been given to you, the promise that was made to Abraham, when you, when you learn how to walk in the spirit, when you, learn how to, when, when you learn how to, in your marriage, listen to the unction of the Holy Spirit, when you learn how in your business to, to be led by the Holy Spirit, to sh- let him to show you the truth and to be led by him, when you're in your studies, when you're in your finances, when you're in your health, when you do that, you will be blessed. Because he is the blessing. So I want to ask you this morning, will you dive into these scriptures and get rid of all the preconceived notions that we have about the Holy Spirit and just to dive into the scripture and get a revelation about who he is? Do you know he is the greatest teacher? Do you know he is the greatest comforter? Do 
Do you know, he is the greatest counsellor. You know, sometimes I do a lot of counselling uh, with a few people um, as a pastor, as, as a pastor's would, and sometimes I get a little bit nervous because I don't really want people to have 24-7 access to me. <laughs> I don't want people calling me up at 7 o'clock at night while I'm eating dinner with my family, or 11 o'clock, or 3 o'clock in the morning, because, you know, I have to put boundaries and things, and I get really nervous when sometimes come, people come to me and ask me for counselling, and the Holy Spirit showed me this. My job is actually not to be the counsellor. My job is to counsel them to go to the counsellor. The Holy Spirit will stay with whatever person has invited him into their heart and be with them no matter what. Through thick and thin, through mountain and valleys, 24-7. If you're struggling at the moment, you have access to a Holy Spirit 24-7. You've got access to his wisdom. You've got access to his insight. You've got access to his revelation. You've got access to his love. You've got access to his comfort. The Holy Spirit is not something or some some object that we do when we become super spiritual or super holy. The Holy Spirit is the object of this new covenant that Jesus Christ had paid for, a new way. And what I think he's asking us, church, to do this morning is to develop an intimate relationship with him. Like I said, we run around to so many things, read so many books, and try to, try to use our own flesh to, to solve our problems. If that, if that was true, if we could do that, then the Lord would have never sent the Holy Spirit. He would have just given a bunch of rules for us to, uh, to walk after, and everything would have been fine. But no, he gave us the Holy Spirit. Because this Christian life that God's calling you to is not hard, it's impossible without the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you, church. It's my honor to be able to speak to you for these short minutes. I just want to encourage you to develop an intimate relationship with the promise that God made to Abraham. Through Jesus Christ, his offspring have been given to all nations and all people, not for specific leaders. He's been given to you, and we need to elevate the importance of this God who is willing to live inside of us. And he is not to just to teach you spiritual things. He will teach you practical things. He'll teach you how to do your profession. Do you not think that he has wisdom around that? He'll teach you how to raise your kids, like I said before. He'll teach you how to to study the books that he wants you to study. And he will specifically lead you into the way that he wants you to go. Just like Isaiah said, Jesus Christ has taken that stone of uh, the flesh, uh, sorry, the heart of stone out of our heart and put it into a a heart of flesh, which is the ability to respond to the Spirit's leading in our life. And it is a life that is exciting, full of freedom and full of victory. Again, it's not easy. It's not a life of ease, but it is a life of blessing. I want to encourage you guys to develop your relationship with Him and and to walk in the Holy Spirit and to be led by Him this week. Thank you so much for, be, for um, allowing me to be able to share this message with you guys. I hope that you are blessed this week. I hope that you do take time to uh, uh, develop an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit because I know that you'll be blessed. Bless you guys. Thanks again for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. We hope you're encouraged as you listened in. As I said at the top of the podcast, we loved having and hosting you in this way, but we'd love to hear from you and pray for you. So please drop us a line via our website or better yet, if you're local to Melbourne, drop in on one of our Sunday gatherings, 10am every Sunday at 208 Whitehorse Road, Vaughan. Peace and love, friends. Have a great week.